Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Ray. I'm Alex Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of Mostly Lit. Another one. Another one. Another, another, another one. Oh man, so hey guys, happy to be back. Yeah, welcome back to another week of book and pop culture chat. Um, thank you so much again for subscribing. Make sure you subscribe so I can say thank you to you next week. For being... Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, you know... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. How are you, lovely? Better. Oh, oh. Drinking my tonic water. I'm, I'm good. Yeah? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. How was the week? How was the week? Um, the week was ups and down. Yeah. But, you know, we move. We keep it pushing. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm back. I just haven't taken a bit of break from social media. Mm-hmm. Just deleted the apps off my phone, actually. So, I'm not deactivated, so I'm still there. So, you can still contact me. It is, right. it is what it is. But you're just not there. But I'm just at, yeah, I just, I'm checking it, like, at intervals now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's all good. Everything's all right. I think that's good. I think having... I was talking to one of my friends and she's like, one, Twitter is like a dirty road, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's a dirty... It's, it's the ghetto. I remember, yeah, I remember tweeting in um in second year. I was like, Twitter's like the, the slum. <laughs> it's like, it's like okay, not the slum. I wouldn't say the slum. It's like Gotham. You see what I mean? <laughs> so like... It's obviously, it's, it's a well-built-up infrastructure. It's a fully-fledged working city. But then there's just the corrupt, rotten bits that happen, especially yeah. at night. Twelve after dark is trash. Yeah, it's trash. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's the ghetto. It's the Gotham ghetto. Especially those people that have it in night mode. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. So I have it I, in night mode. Do you? I really think that's just bizarre. Why, why is your eye squinting? You're not squinting. Yes, you are. Actually, your eye is squinting. It's easier on your eyes. No. In night mode. Yeah. Because if I have, like, when I have my phone on night mode, I'm like, why am I squinting my eye? Because I can't see. Yeah, but it, it's, no. it's easier. Do you, do you dim your phone? So you're, everything's just on bright all the time. Yeah. Wow. I, like, I like to see. Aren't you tired? No. <laughs> <laughs> like, my eyes actually are like, um, you know what, Alex? We need to look away. Yeah. <laughs> from this. But I totally understand taking a social media break. I think I've, really, oh, yeah. I've drastically reduced my. Um, time on there because I'm literally just like 
my life is very interesting. Obsessed. And I'm very busy, so I actually don't have time. You know what, and it's like, I'm looking at everyone. <laughs> I'm like looking at everybody's lives, but and then you think to yourself, at this at this stage in my life, I don't actually care. Like, yeah, you know, like I was I was going places, and I thought, oh, I could Instagram this, and I thought I was going places. That I was walking around, like, yeah, oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I could Instagram this, and, and then I you're thought, like, why? But why would anybody want to see what I'm doing? <laughs> like, I'm fine. But um, no, but yeah, like I just want to take a break. But I will be back on my bullshit very soon. So yeah. it's so good. It's all good. But follow me at Alex Reeves on Instagram. And, okay. Um, <laughs> Stop plug right there. I'm not so, on it, but you know, you uh, can follow me. Yeah, yeah, well, follow me. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post stuff soon. I'm like, I'm literally just taking a sabbatical. <laughs> right. Taking a moment. Taking a sabbatical. I'm on you. What was your week like? Um, My week has been so good. Um, so good. So good. It's so been good. really good. Like, my mood this week has been incredible. I've just been super happy. Um, just, I've just been, you know what? I think it's God because I've just like, I've, I've had these like epiphanies where I'm like, there was this girl, I was sitting with this girl mm-hmm. and she was like, oh, story time. No, she, we were just talking and she was like, Oh, like Raifa, like you seem to just have like your life, like under, like you seem like every part of your life is under control, Ooh, and child. and you just have it together. Like how do I, how do you do? It? And I just went in some spiel, and I didn't even feel like a fraud, which was telling me this. Like I genuinely, in my heart, was like, yeah, my every aspect of my life is under control. Is it? And I'm yeah, like I'm very much in control you know what? When people... of every aspect of my life because I'm so meticulous mm. right now with everything that's happening in my life, who I allow in my life, who I don't allow, the boundaries I set, the people I love. Mm. And it's, I'm just all about, listen, the li- life is so short. And imagine suffering, God forbid. Imagine suffering, but suffering. Just, no, like suffering intentionally. Suffering, yeah. No, like sometimes you suffer, yeah? And like mm. you go through shit, cool. But to actively be like, oh, you know, some back in the day, I used to be that person, like if I'm feeling a certain way, I'd want to increase that pain just because I just want to wallow in it. I would just do everything in my might to feel the feels. And, that, and then I just was that's like... Cool. That's called being a mess. It's, it's a masochist type it's of thing. It's a masochist yeah. thing. How can you say I want to feel... I want to no, go I through the struggle. I was always like, you know what? Yeah, let me feel it. And now I'm like, I don't have time. Life is so short. I'm it's okay to be like, you just need to be happy. And I feel like mm. when you have discipline, you really just do not allow rubbish to enter because you are so disciplined that you have things in control and even when they're not in control Mm. you're in control of the uncontrollable do you know what i mean okay it's like yeah things are like happening that are outside of my control because yeah like you can't control people you can't control certain situations but that is life but you just need to be okay Mm. with that you you handle what you can Mm -hmm. and what you can't you give to god but you 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 say this is how much i can allow the things that i can't control Mm-hmm. in my life so when she told me this i was like yeah i was just preaching i was like girl go to therapy be you know she's like you go to the gym you have all this time you work all these long hours but you can still fit everything in and i was like listen sis god is good <laughs> listen whenever pe- whenever people ask me that and they're god, like they're god like, is good and i like, just have it and i just i know what i'm after i know what i'm doing i know what i'm after i know my purpose i know, know what, what i'm doing <laughs> you know so Do you know what i think i'm just self-deprecating because i'd be like I'm like on the outside, it's fine. On the inside, I'm crumbling, <laughs> and I'm like, ah. but um, but it is it is a thing. Like you do, like we, we have a lot more control than we think. Absolutely, we do, yeah. Than we think we do, and yeah, it's really about understanding 
what our limits are, what our boundaries are, what we can and can't do. So saying, being like, be, say, actually understanding that it's okay to say, I'm not doing this right. today. It's okay to say, I don't need your situation. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get it in. I don't need your situation. Girls, guys, if you see, Alex is cracking up. If you see anything in this life that's going to give you stress, if somebody wants to come and give you stress, if somebody that isn't even like the center of like your world is coming to do bah, bah, um, bah, bah, um, give and take, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you look at them in the eye and you say, I don't need your situation. You look at the world events that are there to do higgy-haggy on your life and you say, what? What do you say, Alex? I don't need your situation. I don't need your situation. I don't need your situation. <laughs> I might have to get that like. Fab. <laughs> when Jordan was, yeah, that whole hello of Chloe. I, we, let's not even talk about it because it's not our range. We don't really talk about that stuff. Uh uh-uh. uh. But let's just say that I felt that in my heart, in it, my spirit. <laughs> I was like, this is true. I don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get oh on with the show. Let's get on with the show. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, guys, but thank you so much for following. Make sure you rate, review, subscribe. That's check right. out Check out our latest episode. We spoke about reading the 1%. You guys are so engaging on there. It was really yeah, great was to really see cool. what everybody's, like, what reading you guys habits read. were. Yeah. You know, everybody was getting triggered because they're like, oh, my God, <laughs> I read this how book. dare you? Oh, like, George in um, Captain Underpants was black in the originals, mm. in the original book. So, you know, there was that 1%. Yeah. Percent. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting on with the show, we're bringing back Who's Lit. Okay, okay. So this this week for Who's Lit, we've got a Sophia Sinclair. I want to say Sophia. I want to say Sophia. I, it's definitely Sophia. Sophia. Okay, so we're gonna <laughs> go with Sophia. Sophia. No, we're gonna go with Sophia. We're gonna go with Sophia. Okay. Fine. That's absolutely. I thought fine. you said Sapphire because I spelt it as I prob- Sapphire. I probably did, and I'm really sorry if I'm butchering your name. And if it is Sophia, um, then sorry. So- no, so- sorry, Sophia. So- Sophia. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, Sophia. Sophia. <laughs> <laughs> Who's lit this week, Ray? So who's lit this week is the uh, Weising Award winner, Sophia Sinclair's How to Say Babylon. Um, Sophia is um, a writer, poet, and she's written a Jamaican memoir about growing up in a rigid Rastafarian family ruled by her father. And itinerant I didn't even know that word existed Mm. but um, he's a reggae musician who damned her rebellion against the subjugation of women and how she found liberation in the discovery of her true voice revealing the history of the Rastafarian religion and the far-reaching legacy of the colonial rule along with other things the historical novel is set in Jamaica to Dawn Davis basically it was taken is it taken taken it was like published Okay, Basically, so it's published, in, yeah, it's published by published in the US by Simon and Schuster. Yeah, and in the UK, it's been won by, by Picador. Yeah. Basically, her um, her author picture bangs. Yeah. First of all, yeah. Lighting, shadow, saturation, everything was on ten. She's so great. She um, looks great. A beautiful young woman. Alex is obviously very excited because yeah, she's from Montego Bay. Yeah. Um, can you just, if you like, were to York. get married, <laughs> Alex, would you like marry in Jamaica? Like, would you get married in Jamaica? Mm. Can you have like a destination wedding in Jamaica? It probably wouldn't be Jamaica, but where yeah. would it be? I don't know. It'd probably be on a cliff somewhere. You want to get married on a cliff? Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> angles, angles, in it. Yeah, but like angles and the wind. What kind of cool 
occasion. What do you mean? You want to get married on a cliff? You so people have to trek all the way up the cliff. Yes, yeah, so trek up the way up the cliff with, with their nice Gucci shoes and Valentino dresses. There could be. There could so be. So what a, you say? I do. There could be a chalet. You're wayward. There could be a chalet right what, on the cliff. Oh, maybe. Is a limo or like a Rolls Royce going to take up for us? The My clip? friend, oh. this is a future that has not even continued or created or begun. I'm praying. How for are we? How are we talking about next something? three years? Maybe I don't know. Maybe yeah. Maybe in uh, Jamaica. Maybe in on another Caribbean island. That will be really maybe. nice. Maybe <clears throat> I I really want to go to Jamaica, so make sure that happens. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to come to Zanzibar, so <laughs> it's true. It, I will be, but at the same time, it might not be Jamaica. Hmm, it might be a smaller island. Okay. Who knows yet? You know, yeah. Oh, he got money for my <laughs> wedding. Oh, he got money. Yeah. Anyways, that was a nice detour. Um, but yeah, congratulations to Sophia Sinclair, and we look forward to reading your memoir mm-hmm. and your poetry. And yeah, congratulations on your book achievements. Yeah, we're really here for it. Seeing another black woman get her coint. Yeah, and her money catch her back. Collect her bread. Collect it, collect it, collect it. <laughs> All right, so mostly news this week. Oh my God, this is, ooh, ooh. It's a very long list. We got a long, long well, list. Not a very, very long list, but it's a long list. Um, so Philip Pullman has wow. revealed, wow. well, his, new, his, his sequel, wow. the second book of the, of the Dust the title. Yeah. Of the dust title. The dust title. The book of dust. The book of dust. That's what it's called. It's a dust. It's the title. The book. Anyway. Anyway. So the book of dust. The second book in this in the trilogy is mm-hmm. going to be released in October, and it's called the Secret Commonwealth. Fam. So that'll be coming out in October, and it it follows the life of um, Lyra Silvertongue as. You know, post uh, this is post, twenty years. Post it's twenty years since the Bell since La Belle the, Savage, the Belle Savage, which is where Lyra was a baby. Yeah, and then it's seven years after the last book of uh, yeah. the His Dark Materials trilogy. It's twenty. How, was how many years after that? Seven. Seven years. So seven years post Lyra and Will going their separate ways into their separate universes in the Amber Spyglass. Um, I wonder. Ah, oh, did Lord Azrael die in the Amber Spyglass? Because technically, God died. I need to go back and reread them, but um, I'm so excited for this because I sat down with my friend and talked through um, La Belle Sauvage and it had a lot, like half of it was just on a damn boat, but it had a lot. And as a film, Mm -hmm. that is going to be phenomenal. However, we do have like the trailer for Northern Lights has been released and it looks great. Um, it looks really good. And was Lord Azrael always black? He wasn't, was he? No. So, so somebody said. So who's the black man that's in there? No, he's one of the um, deans in Oxford. Oh. Um, but yeah, um, what's his name? McGregor. Okay. Yeah. What's his name? Is that his name? McGregor. Cannot remember. But yeah, he's um, he's Lord Azrael. The girl in Luther. Ruth Wilson. <laughs> yeah, is um, um. The, Lady the, Coulter. The, the evil woman. The evil woman. Yeah, yeah, she'll play her wicked. She'll play her well. She'll play her really she'll well. Play her well. And I think one, well, somebody on Twitter said that Idris Elba should have been Azrael. Yeah, would, I saw He that. would have given that character the gravitas that, you know. Yeah, but it's not everything Idris Elba can be in, you know what I mean? Like, fine. Yeah, but it's just one of them things, you know, when you start to like over have an actor who does the same thing every time, sometimes so, make way for another black actor. George Clooney. 
So we're talking about every white. I mean, man. most act- yeah. Just, I mean, most actors anyway. In like yeah. in general, I'm just like, don't rinse them, but make yeah. room for new people. Make room for new but people. they know they'll sell. So you know. <clears throat> that's true. Yeah. But anyway, so you're excited about this book, fam. Fam, I'm really excited about this book. Mm-hmm. Oh, so many amazing books are coming out this year, man. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. It could be very, very fun. When is the um, series coming out? Is that, yes, yeah, series, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I wonder when it's coming out. Um, I think it'd be out later on this year. Oh my God. Yo. Later on this year, but, um, and, it, and it should be fun. It would be very, very fun. I'm looking forward just to, you know, watching the actual, watching it as a proper series rather than the film. When it's just like one damn film. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like we know one film and they cram the whole book and they didn't even give it the ending it needed the damn boy still survived he should have been dead yeah um but we'll see oh and there was no demons in the trailer in the trailer i was like excuse me no 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 the most definitely where's aster like honestly what was it what's um lyra's aster it's not aster isn't it pantalaman or pan oh so who's aster pygmalion what's his name again why did i think of aster no idea all right while you figure that out. <laughs> um, <clears throat> have you got it? No? Cool. Michelle Obama. Malcolm. Malcolm. In um, La Belle Sauvage. Oh, his, okay. his demon is called Asta. Yeah, it's Asta. the laser, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> anyway, Michelle Obama, as, as, as if she's not already killing it in life already. She just, she's continue reigning. Just she's just like, yeah, and I will do this for so, the for the proletariat. <laughs> for the proletariat. <laughs> she's basically so Michelle Obama joins YouTube's book panel discussion special. YouTube has tapped Michelle Obama to headline an original special, BookTube, slated to debut next month during Women's History Month. The former first lady will discuss her best-selling memoir, becoming with a panel of YouTubers and tapping in to BookTube. Michelle, I do need your situation. <laughs> <laughs> So on that um, on that panel, we've got Julesy, Ariel Bissett, Kat O'Keefe, Jesse George, and Francesca Ramsey. So she's Cheska Lee, mm. and um, so she's been a YouTuber for a while now. Yeah. Um, and she's written a book called That Escalated Quickly, and I'm really interested to see what this panel, how this panel pans out. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Maybe next time Michelle Obama will do podcasts. It'll be okay. Yeah, that'll be really cool. Yep, it'll be Elmi, Liddy. But yeah, we're looking forward to that. Um, we love you, Michelle. What? Ray, what's up with Ray? It's all right. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. The Oscars. Woo! So Regina King and Mahashala Ali won for Best Supporting act- Actress and Actors. Respect- roles. Roles? Yeah. Oh, roles. Because yeah. they, they've not gendered it, have they? Who? Why the roles? What do you mean? Because they won the, for the role of best supporting actors and best oh, supporting okay. actresses. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. Best Even supporting. though, to be very frank, it's fine. They should be in the main category. Oh, uh, yeah, they should have been. Yeah. They should have been in the main category. But Regina King did an amazing job in If Beale Street Could Talk. Um, I have to say that like she was very, very key. Cool. At the very beginning, mm. when when she was nominated for it, for across the many awards yeah. that she was nominated this year, I was thinking, what did she do in If Beale Street Could Talk? Then I realised, and then when I started thinking back through the film, yeah, that I was like, wow, yeah, she did actually... She did a lot. She had the level of empathy, the just the strength of her character. Yeah. It was just amazing. 
Everyone's been talking about this film and I really haven't sat down to watch it. It's so good. It's I think so I'm good. going to. Because but it's like, if it's one of those, it's, um, it's very artsy. Oh, is it? So it has very amazing scenes. Yeah, um, nice cinematography. Amazing, yeah, amazing cinematography. It's, it's great. Um, Does it have like brooding silences like moonlight? Yeah, in places, <laughs> in places, yeah. Yeah. It's very good, very good. I feel like good. they all do, even like 12 Years a Slave. It literally was like, I'm telling you, you could like extract all the silences from that movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a good film. It's a good film. I haven't, I, unfortunately, I haven't seen The Green Book to see Mahashila Ali's um performance in that. No, but Spike Lee really got a bit of a, got really upset that that won. Um, apparently it's, I think it's more like a racial thing with regards to the fact it's messaging. Um, I haven't watched the film. I look forward to watching it just to see, like I really like to watch everything that wins Best Picture. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Who won Best Picture this year? That book, that film. The Green Book? Yeah, the Green oh, Book. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was very surprised, actually, because I literally thought it might be Vice or The Favourite. Yeah, I was thinking, I thought it would be The Favourite. Yeah, but I mean, what's her name won for um, Best Actress mm-hmm. for The Favourite? Um, and that speech was really cool. Yeah. I really liked her speech. Yeah. Um, but yeah. She was really good. Um, Spike Lee won the Oscar, well... Black Klansman won the won the Oscar for Best Adapted Screenplay. Yeah, um, he was doing he was doing Spike Lee with his with yeah. his purple, purple suit, suit and you know jumping his up. first Oscar in his whole career. That's crazy. And I'm thinking that's so weird because obviously he's done he's got a, a huge back catalogue of like films. Yeah. And you think to yourself like Black Klansman is definitely not the one that should have won the his best of all the, of the, the, the portfolio. Yeah, yeah. So for him to win for this. I, I mean, it's, it's a, they it's always a, it's, say, it's yeah, good. it's it's good that he's won, but then you always then you're also like, hmm. it's I always it's like, yeah, it, I agree. it's like um with the Leonardo DiCaprio. That's exactly what I was gonna yeah. say. Like he's he shouldn't have won for the Revenant the or Revenant, whatever. Yeah. He should have like so many. He's done so, so much. So many films. It's just about the timing. Yeah, and about the what was what was up what it was up against. And he and was stuff. like nominated every time. Just yeah. like there was a point, Kate Winslet was like one of the most nominated mm-hmm. actresses as well. Like. Yeah. And then you just win it for something random. They always yeah. say like the one that you win for is not the one that you plan. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Very true. Very true. Um, but yeah. So congratulations, congratulations to everybody. Yeah, and then the that. amazing, beautiful black women who won for Black Panther's costume design yeah. and production design. Ruth. Ruth Carter and yeah. Hannah Beachler. Yeah. Um, I think she also directed a Lemonade. Beyonce's lemonade. Yeah. 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 You go, girl. So, yep. So you stand. Go for it. We loved it. It was very melanated um, this melanated. year. Did you see all the drama around Bill Carter? Um, he was a, He's an actor and he wore like a tuxedo with a huge dress. Oh, yeah. I thought and it was. What was the controversy? Please? People were like, you know, it was the destruction of the black man. Oh, let the man live. What is things, the black know, man? Masculinity and all that. Toxic and you're just like, I just didn't, like, let him live. He was living, like, living. He the, was he living is, his yeah, best literally, life. He's shown up to every awards ceremony looking, this year, just looking sharp. When literally. I say, I've never seen someone wear a cape like that. Right? Ever. Yeah, that, <laughs> like, that cape one. Ooh. Was that the, I can't remember which awards it was. That was just, but it was ooh, elite. He was just coming through. He's with, like, yeah, I've, I came here. But you think to yourself, like, if he's comfortable and he looks great, what is the problem? Like, what's exactly. the problem? You've got all these people that are so dusty, really trying to give their two or 10 pence worth 
about something that doesn't make doesn't consign you it doesn't consign you you know what I mean it doesn't actually matter mind your business mind your business you weren't there none of us were there imagine you weren't you 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 behaved from outside of the club but you can't even get in some of you even hating from outside of the country and the, the time zone please can you imagine you know Oh, bastardization of masculinity you know, the destruction I'm just like come on now man you guys, we're 2019 we're past that maybe it does need to be destroyed just so people can rebuild it again <laughs> honestly honestly, um, honestly honestly but that's sweet congratulations to all the melanated people in okay. the words of Issa Lee Issa Lee Issa Lee Issa Rae Issa Rae I don't know I'm where ru- my head I'm rooting at. for everybody black I'm rooting for everybody black yep 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 yep, yep. um Okay, so the BBC and ITV have teamed up together to create this online, this streaming platform, which is set to, quote unquote, take on Netflix. And I'm just a bit like... It's a little too late. I'm not even sure it's a little too late. I'm just thinking to myself, why are two competing stations, networks even, in the UK... The enemy of your enemies, your friends. together <laughs> to make a streaming platform to take on another streaming platform. The enemy <laughs> of your enemies, your friends. <laughs> I'm just like, what is this? What it's is this? rubbish. But then again, right? My only issue is, cool, you want a British Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. But, I'm sure it's going to be more than a British Netflix, but... I'm but like, what, what shows do you have on there? What am I going to watch when I have a smart TV right, so, that I can record anything that is on television mm. and watch it so, at any time I want. So what they're saying is that, you know, they're going to have like a lot of BBC's most popular series, um, such as McMafia, uh, Le- Le- McMafia, Les Miserables, and some of the comedy series like Gavin and Stacey. So are we not watching this on, on BBC iPlayer? This is what I'm saying. This is, this is my confusion now. I've like, I'm thinking to myself, what well, if everybody's already paying their tax to the TV license right. for the BBC iPlayer, which is BBC in general. Yeah. So you've got the iPlayer. What, if it's going to be a, an additional subscription? Why? It doesn't really make much sense. You may as well take that. Or, I'm not, like, I don't so know what they, take they, it they away. But I'm just like, it just doesn't they, make were just, they were just rushing. Yeah, so they're going to either have to incorporate the, the tax into the subscription. Yeah. Somehow. I don't know how you would do that, like, systematically. But if, if that's the case, then that's the case. But it doesn't make any sense I'm really confused I really I don't, I don't, I don't know what's gonna I don't know what shows are gonna be on there but I really hope that they do some original. hope some, they put Doctor some, Who on there yeah, like from they, the, all the I ones imagine, from very I early I they would put Doctor like, like the first yeah like when, when, yeah, when, yeah. Hella, yeah the first Doctor yeah but like I'm also thinking like I wanna see like original Content. drama I wanna see original cool. pieces I wanna see yeah. like documentary I wanna see like all of that stuff from the UK yeah. and it's sent if they did Britbox, original content amazing. that is not on BBC like the television mm-hmm. programme then that will be better like yeah. if they literally were like invested in original British content mm-hmm. British actors and British talent that will be something I might consider mm-hmm. but I mean I have prime and Netflix. We got Prime. We got Netflix. Like There's, I'm really not going to be you know, swayed easily. You know, like it, it, obviously in the states they have and what illegal they, streaming as yeah. well. <laughs> in the states they have HBO and Hulu and all that stuff. Yeah. But, and, and like you know, look at what HBO is producing. So you need to remember. Like I'm, I'm just thinking. Let's. I'm waiting and seeing. I'm waiting they better and not bring us some Annex Modern only fools and horses rubbish. Yeah. 
Oh, wait. Promising Fantastic Valley, the Beebs general director also reassured license fee payers that their money won't be going to the new venture Britbox. <clears throat> so I'm... Okay, I don't... Next, next, next thing. But I don't understand. Oh, so hopefully, hopefully, hopefully something will come up. <laughs> the oh, Britbox. The Britbox. What a rubbish name. Uh, Why can't they just call it the box? Oh, it's just... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The um, box. That's a good one. The box. And finally... Have you seen all this brouhaha with David Lammy? Oh and, um, my documentary God. Um, Stacey Dooley. So Stacey Dooley is a white saviour person. A white saviour person. From what the internet Paris. has been saying. I don't really know her. So she she's filming um, for Covid Relief um, out, out, out in... Which part of Africa? I'm not sure. They didn't even specify. Yeah. I don't even think they even specified. Um, I think it was Uganda, Uganda. And um, the picture was taken that she shared on Instagram of her holding Someone. a black child. Yeah. And David Lammy, um, you know, made a comment that mm-hmm. this is white, white, essentially, I'm paraphrasing. To be honest, rightfully so. This is white saviorism. Obviously, the internet agreed. And obviously, everybody, it became quite, it became quite divided. It's the comic relief Twitter person that came with Vim. Oh my God. That came with Vim. Like, yeah, well, we approached you to do something. We're still waiting for the, yeah, we're still waiting for the meeting. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I was like, eh? But the thing that this is what, and this is, I think David Lammy, he said, um, uh, yeah, he did get approached. And he said, he said at, the, at the current state of the way that things are now, he wouldn't do it, but he has to see that there will be, there will be significant change in the way that, you know, things are kind of produced and promoted via yeah. Comet Relief. Um, and like, you know what I mean? Comet Relief isn't a bad thing, but at the same time, it's you're, how you do it's something. How you do it, and the intention and Lamy, behind yeah. it. And Lamy did make a good point about saying, "Well, there are millions of black people in Africa who are you know who need voices and need are, platforms, yeah, need platforms yeah. and are well off as well, mm-hmm. and are like you know living a, a, a healthy and stable life. Yeah. Get them in front of the camera to do. Why the do you need this stuff. white woman? Yeah, exactly. It's about having obviously it's about having the face of the of the UK to that's, say. Yeah, that. that's the thing. But it's like it's the most white. Like, oh my, it's mad because it's like, this woman apparently knows nothing about the lives of these people, just mm-hmm. goes out because she can make a documentary. Do you understand the race rela- like race relations? Do you understand racial politics? Do you understand how people live? Do you understand the culture? No, you don't. But you will go there and take these photos of you hugging up a poor child so that you, as well as the rest of Britain, can feel happy and can feel at ease at, oh, look at this amazing thing that I'm doing. I'm helping all of these people. When you don't even care about their lives. Mm. You don't care about the black lives that are around you in Great Britain. That literally live right next door to you. You are not giving the platform that you have to other black people. But you're very concerned with an anonymous young kid in another country. And she was like, is it because I'm I'm white? She actually tweeted, yeah, like, if it's because I'm white, then why don't you come out here? I'm just like, wow. It's like, it's, yeah, it's that whole individualism thing. It's just, I find it really, it's just jarring, man. And you think to yourself at the same time, you wouldn't like, it'd be weird if you went to a, a deprived part of London or the UK and picked up a random child away from their parents and their family you know obviously we don't have any context of whether this child is orphaned or not 
or whatever. But it's just don't. It's just not. And you know, kids are living in poverty in Britain, like under the poverty line in Britain. Yeah. Imagine you go and you just start taking pictures. Exactly. I mean, charity starts at home, but at the same time, it's just like, well, we've that isn't got wild. It isn't wild. Like it's just, yeah. I just found it really strange. But then also, it's that whole. It's the perspective and the classist and the imperialism and all of that stuff. It's just like but it's yeah. all of these 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 really sensitive topics mm-hmm. that clearly. The woman is not averse in. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what makes it really unsettling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But So yeah, that's yeah. kind of what happened and that's been on the news. But it does lead quite nicely onto our main book. So today's main book is The Long Song by Andrea Levy. Um, amazing book. Um, the book centres around a slave named July. And it's about her documenting and retelling her story mm-hmm. um, for the reader, and it's a, and it's just an amazing story based around the abolition of yep. slavery in the UK, well, the UK um, abolition of slavery in all its colonies, and the um, slave rebellions, and generally following the life of July, who had been through a, a very tumultuous life, and. Yeah. Um, her experience of transitioning from slave to free, and what and how it typically left the slaves in the Caribbean. So weird. This book came out in 2010. You know, it did come out in 2010. Like, it's that very just timely. Very. Yeah. It's very recent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just found it. I, it it was very pertinent. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I think there will always be a space for this kind of book. Yeah. I do think. But what do you think about slave stories is one of the main questions I had for you. Slave stories. So when I was reading this, I I find it very hard. I think we've touched on this before. Like whenever I think about slave stories, I mm. always place it in like Southern America. You know that um, Django type Southern American slave aesthetic um but clearly that's not what a slave story is it i guess it's a, a part of it mm-hmm. um but it's not it all and so i had to really change my perspective um uh, like i did when we did that book washington black um and similarly to this i was like ah so we are in a very different climate um i think slave stories have a particular space for world history not just for the culture i think it's much more important for world history just as how we are always reminded and told about other past traumatic experience that have happened to other people whether it's um uh the holocaust Mm. um even like more recent, the Arab, the sorry, Palestine and Israel conflict. Mm-hmm. Possibly in the future, we might even have some things regarding the Arab Spring, the Arab uprising, yeah. um, and the different types of civil wars that took place, uh, the genocides in certain African countries. Mm. Um, and I do think that slave narrative, I don't want to call it slave narrative, just the historic, the historical occurrence of what happened to enslaved black people enslaved black people is important for world history Mm -hmm. because that is how 
I, I find that certain wasps, <laughs> um, they do not have respect for black lives mm. and black past collective trauma. Mm -hmm. And because they don't have respect for it, they fail to acknowledge it. Mm -hmm. They don't want to acknowledge what's happened in the past. Mm -hmm. And whereas they will make every film under the sun each year mm -hmm. about the Holocaust. Um, not to play past traumatic experience Olympics, mm -hmm. but to actually make a point that simply put black lives matter. Mm -hmm. And the mere fact that I think it's important to have this narrative yeah. and these kinds of books. However, it is not the only book yeah. that we should have. Do you know what? To represent our history. Yeah, yeah. And do you know what? At the same time, I think that a lot of the stories that were the stories that are centered around slave um, mm. narratives the of the enslaved, um, I think that of the long, in the long song, what really stuck out to me was the way that certain aspects of um, white behavior mm -hmm. has just prevailed Oh, throughout, oh, yeah. throughout history. Auntie Caroline and with her laziness. Listen, Auntie <gasps> Caroline with her laziness. Um, so, so basically, the, the mistress of the of the plantation is called Caroline Mortimer. Mortimer. And Caroline Mortimer is um, has basically taken July from the from her mum. Literally, guys, like they were on, they were walking to like I don't know the shop here. July and her mother Kitty, mm -hmm. and then Caroline Mortimer is new in Jamaica. And she's, you know, they're in a little carriage going somewhere. Oh, I'm so bored. Let's take, like, a, a, yeah, I want to see the I want to see, the, I wanna see where the niggers are. And we're going to use the N-word in, in this episode because that is exactly what the book says, right? Nigga, 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 nigga. <laughs> 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 yeah, we're giving you allowance. Anyway, so, so yeah, she literally was like, oh, she, they stopped. Oh, this little nigger is so cute. Mm. Oh, I like this little nigger. Mm -hmm. She's so adorable. Yeah. Do you? Th so basically, she's talking to her brother John Hawthorne, mm -hmm. who um, Mortimer. Mortimer. I swear it's Hawthorne. Well, she's Caroline Mortimer. Are you sure? Maybe she's she Caroline married. Hawthorne. Was she? No. Anyway, sure. Yeah. So John now, and then she. I remember the one thing that she said that just blew me away. She was like, "Do you think that is it, Agnes, John's wife? Yeah. Do you think Agnes will will like take to her?" And then John's like, Agnes don't like little niggas anymore. <laughs> She's lost her love for little niggas. I literally was like, what the fuck? But this is the thing. And this is what I mean. Like, it's this whole, she basically picked up July and just said, all right, what's your name? And that she's like, whole oh, part. Her, her name is July. Oh, she's like, what kind of name is that for a, for a, for a, for a person? <laughs> um, okay, we're going to call you Marguerite. And then she calls her, they're calling her Marguerite for all of her life. But it's, obviously to the slaves, she was July, to Mar to, all the, to to Caroline. And her fellow wasps. And her fellow wasps were, she was Marguerite. But now, uh, it's not the that. One, and that's the thing, sorry. Go on, yeah. But the one thing I was going to say that kind of like passed down all the way through is just like, when you go to a job interview as a black person or mm. when you go to or you're working in these white spaces and they're just mm. calling you by whatever or they, whatever or name they, or they're emailing you and like whatever names somebody even spelled someone even spelled Alex wrong guys Alex, Alex. is not necessarily with a Y somebody put, Alex I'm like why would you and they did it consistently I'm like why did you why? Like, I mean, I, I don't understand that. That's just, I feel like that's just competency in itself. See, I but would actually got a, like... you've got a visibly... Yeah. Colonial, not colonial, visibly like black name, quote unquote, whatever yeah. that means, 
or just any any name that is not a white English name. Yeah, and they'll just continue calling you that name. I get called Rafia all the time. Yeah, and nobody makes wants to make a difference or make wants to give a wants to actually say, all right, I'm gonna sit down and learn this person's Mm -hmm. name. You know what I mean? And this is what I was looking at when I was um, thinking when I was reading the story. I was like, wow. Like so many things have just been passed down generationally. They're like, because we talk about like black people having all these generational curses and curses, but what about what about white the, what, people what about, been having these generational what about curses? The white generational curse. They still have the master. To, exactly. Oh, you know the master massa type of but personality. You what know about, what about not what about not knowing how to say somebody's name and not caring. Fam. <laughs> what about uh, what about standing in front of an Instagram and holding this black child and right doing and being and trying to be the savior and then putting the child down. Putting the child and, and like Agnes doesn't like these little niggas anymore, right? This is what I mean. But she used to like little niggas because it's, it's fine when you're going. When to, you're in Africa, you're you know, in Africa you, generally, exactly. When you're going to make your little Africa documentary and your or program, South America or yep. the Caribbean, and then you've got. The, I remember when I was. Um, you like little niggas in London? No, you it, don't. <laughs> when I was in, um, when I was teaching in reunion, yeah, yeah, there were. Um, I lived with uh, loads of Spanish people, and they went to Madagascar. Yeah. Oh, no, like, because I was like, oh, we got to go to Madagascar. It's just this thing that we have to do. And I was God. like, I was like, okay, well, I'm not going. Because, <laughs> I mean, I just thought it was going to be very long. I just, I, you know what I mean? I'm you from, were doing an Alex. You know, I, yeah, I was doing an Pulling Alex. An but Alex. then also I was very much like, I kind of know what these environments are like. I don't want to go. I just yeah. died because I, I know the energy it, can, it does take up and stuff. So I thought, no, I'm not going to do it. So they go, they have a great time. They come back with all their quote unquote horror stories you know there were flies everywhere the mosquitoes like, like, we couldn't drink the water from the tap can you imagine I was like okay then they showed me pictures of them in this little Malagash in this little Malagash like field mm. or like village and this is like, my white housemate is just there with all these little black kids around her and just, I, and, it makes me and sick and there, ah. it and, makes me sick and they all sick. took they, they all took several photos of it and like one of my other friends American guy he was like He's white, but he was like, he's like, it's weird, right? It like, makes look, me look sick. at it, it's like, it's strange. It's like, the Garpier kids, yeah. you know? It's it, it's because if you want to give charity and you want to help people, mm. you will not do it for the world stage. Yeah. You know you won't. Yeah. You will just be good. Would, <laughs> be good, plug in Beyonce. Um, but it's true. And so for you to take, there is an inherent, I believe, inherent superiority complex in which white people go into other people's lands and think we've come here to help. And so many, um, so many people within the colonial period had this mentality of going, like certain books tell you it. So many people go into these lands thinking we have come here to save you, even if things fall apart. Certain, um, certain people in, oh, what's that book? Heart of Darkness. It's this, un, it's this civilizing mission. Yeah. Civilizing mission because they've already said to themselves that the way in which these people live is not civilized. Therefore, we have to, as people who you know have manners yep. and have coin mm-hmm. and have class, we we need to go and save these people. Yeah. By enslaving them. Putting them to work, Honestly. making them the house niggers. This is and this is it, and this is it. And it was so. I want you uh, remember when like so in this book Caroline was like teaching, um, 
July to be more white, just like her other maid who died like two weeks after she came to Jamaica because she really wasn't cut out for it. No, do you know what she did? Basically, <laughs> oh, she... No, she didn't disgusting. shit. She, she couldn't shit. She couldn't shit on sorry, the guys, boat. I'm so sorry, what happened? Her, but like, she couldn't shit. Like... I, that whole paragraph, I was like, what is going on here? She basically... Did it know, come out of her mouth? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you think to yourself, like, some people just... I just was like, I don't understand what some happened. Some people just aren't cut out for the journey. You know what I'm saying? Like, So basically, on the boat, <laughs> right, she refused to poop, yeah? She took herself from England to this tropical country. And she, it, didn't, um, and she didn't want to poo over the side of the... Um, the boat? The, the, the ship. Yeah. Because obviously she couldn't poo where, where Caroline pooed. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I was just thinking to myself, this is so bizarre. I like, think because at the end it was like, and then it came out of the other hole, and I was like, ah. Yeah, yeah, basically. So it backed, so, so she backed up, it backed up everywhere, and then she died. And when she, when she died, it all came out of her mouth. And oh, trash. I was just like, this is just. Mary, gross. Mary wasn't about it. Mary couldn't handle it, man. Because yeah, who sent her? Who sent her? Like, well, Caroline. Literally, who actually sent, who sent her to go and to, to go and be made in like the Caribbean? But yeah, so. And so then, this is God saying to you, this is a wrong thing. And if we you, don't uh, want your situation. Right, and all all that is going to come to you on this trip, this whole this family. Shit, it's going to be problems. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think that like I mean, and and yeah, aside from the generational curses, the generational of curses people. of white people, I think that the like the book is it does have a. It, I really did end up loving July, like just because she was so. She was so particular mm. in the in the way that she kind of like told the, story. told the story, and you know she told the story in this in this way that like old Jamaican women do. Oh like, my god! Did you see, know that part? So there was a part when like her son. So she's the, the narration is very strange in that she's yeah. writing about writing the story, right? And yeah. um, and so she's yeah. she's writing as an older July with her son Thomas. Um, so Andrea Levy is writing about July writing the story. No, but not Andrea Levy because no, it, no, it's told in the first person. No, no, she's writing. The, the, uh, Andrea Levy's writing the book. Yeah, yeah the long song. Yeah, but she's writing as the, July. She's writing the story of July. Writing the story. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, there was a part when <laughs> this is how I know. Yeah, Caribbean and African women are just the same. Yeah. Because they were discussing about ink and how you know you need to tap the ink feather whatever so that you're not putting so much ink on the paper and it's smudging everywhere and this woman was not having it mm. and she lives in her son's home best believe she took a purse <laughs> the only all the belongings that like belong to her she's like i'm not going to take anything he's given me yeah. and they were arguing over pen and paper and she just got up and so Thomas had to call his wife Lillian to come and stop her. And she's like, no, I'm gonna go, I'm leaving. And it is such, like, I literally saw like so many like of my African aunts and my, my mother in that. It's like, oh, so you thought, you thought, you thought I can't go anywhere. Where can you go? You're an old woman, <laughs> sit your ass down. Hilarious. It's so funny because it was just like, she was just, she, she was so like, it, Vivacious. It's so vivacious because when you get to that stage, I mean, it was kind of reminiscent of um, uh, the mum in um, the brief wondrous life of Oscar Wilde kind of thing. Like oh, they yeah. grow up, they go through all their shit, and then they to only, old and they to, can't to, do anything. To only have their children try telling them shit, and they're yeah. like, I will, like, and I will they walk will, out of it. And I'm like, where are you going? You can't. Will, and they will move mad because they're like, I've been, I've been through worse. Yeah. And um, but I'm like, you can't go near it. Yeah. <laughs> you know you can't <laughs> sit down. <laughs> just bring her back. Yeah. At the end of the day, 
But um, yeah, like I fell in love with July, but at the same time, it was there was a lot that came through um, the story with regards to colorism and mm. like while while you kind of know that this stuff exists to the level in which it was happening mm-hmm. and like the, the the strategic systematic stuff that the people that even the people within the society just knew they um it, it was it was a mess so like july was basically always saying that she was the mulatto because her um, she's mixed race she was mixed race her but dad was john essentially john yeah her dad was john Kitty, remember in the beginning, Kitty was raped yeah, by yeah. the slave master. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, John. Yeah, because yeah. I think it was. But you, ne- but you never, you but never thought, see that. Yeah, it was John. I it was a, the overseer. Was it the overseer? But anyway, because he came once. Because remember when oh, Kitty yeah, was yeah. giving birth, yeah, and then he came. So I'll oh, stop making that noise. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was him. It yeah. was definitely John. Yeah. But yeah. you never... It's so weird how, like, even though if you come from, like, a slave mother... You're a slave, yeah. like you're slaved, and it's just dis- or you are enslaved. Sorry, and it's wild that these slave masters and and these people who would just literally sleep with these women, not even sleep, just completely rape, rape, rape these them. women, yeah. and then they have children, and they are essentially just they don't, they have no connection because mm. it's it, that connection is not there they don't look at these they look at them as um commodities to further their economic advancement by labor mm-hmm. and the one of the major parts that i saw this in this book what i was literally so abhorred was on that road um when kitty and Jul- and, and july was younger and remember um john pulled up her dress yeah and said things like, look at these legs. Yeah. Aren't they like tree trunks? Aren't they so amazing and hardened and phenomenal? When this one was younger, 
there was another buyer mm. and he gave me her like for you know a, a small amount yeah. didn't know what they he was he was losing yeah and grew Just, up to be a robust big person yeah. and yeah we can put this one to work oh, and then he said imagine having these legs in stockings yeah in, you know? in britain they in wouldn't britain. have it they wouldn't have oh it. it'd be horrific ha 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 yeah. he said he was filled with mirth at, at that, this banter that he was cracking i was like uh-huh and i was like it just reminded me how just talking about the generational curses of white people yeah. the things that they carry is the fact that they strip other people of their humanity. Their humanity. They do not see. And this is why you have issues like people, us not being given platforms mm. or people speaking on our behalf mm-hmm. because it's the mere fact that you cannot relate to a story or somebody if you do not see them as human. There we go. If you don't see them as human, you will strip them of all of that before you even know their name. Yeah. You won't even be bothered to know their name. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. will not give them the attention to know their name. Yeah. And it's like, uh-huh, it makes sense. You just don't see us as human. You don't see them as human. You don't end up... No matter how much you want to save poor people and go to some land in Africa, you know, because you don't even bother to know what country it is. Yeah. No matter how... Like, that is just your ego. Yeah. And that is just you wanting to show the world, oh, I can help people. But it's almost like, for them, it's just helping animals. Mm-hmm. It's the same amount of vim I would give to the RS, what's it called? RSCC? RSPCC. RSC, blah, blah, blah. What, the, <laughs> the animal one, oh, or is okay. that NSPCC? It's one of them, one of them that's animals, not children. Okay. It's that same energy that they will commit to, you know, saving the lives of a puppy in mm. shelter. Mm-hmm. They will do that same to young children. Yeah young impoverished black kids Mm -hmm. so when you cannot differentiate that between the two it's it's mad but that's the thing like it was just it it was actually i have to to say it was trouble troubling reading it was actually quite troubling in places because it was quite funny because there were were funny bits because i feel like because the thing is it's like you will watch it or like look at it and think to yourself right like Yes, it's a very serious topic. Slavery was an abomination. Like, yeah. that should never have happened or occurred. Well, chattel slavery, as it happened in the West, should never have occurred in history. But then when I'm, when I'm reading it and I'm just looking at the, 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 the psychology mm. of being a slave master, the psychology of being a, a, an enslaved person, the psychology of all of that, the upstairs, downstairs sort mm. of situation. In, inside and, Negro, yeah. outside Negro. And the thing Negro. is, like, it's so reminiscent of the British class system, especially the, um, yeah. the just, actually, in general, the British class system across. because Almost it, mirrors it, it, happened, it but... The, the European, all that stuff. And, like, when you think about the shows, like, say, Downton Abbey, mm. and, um, and then you look at a slave narrative, like The Long Song, and you think... So they have all these servants and all these people in the house. They're in the basement. They're in the basement because the thing is like, but in Downton Abbey, for example, obviously they, they're employed to work in the house of the manor of the lady's house, of the of the Lord's house, his mansion and whatever in his estate. Whereas when you're part of the enslaved, you are... You're, a slave and you're expected to work there. It's not even expected. You know I mean? It's like, it's almost like a birthright. It's not even a birthright because you're not even human. Mm. You are like, you're... 
like a horse. Yeah, but, but you buy a horse, exactly. and the horse so does your bidding. Yeah, it's yeah. property. You are not even human enough property. to be a butler. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? You are part. You are chattel, yeah. essentially. You're literally property instead. Yeah. And then because you're property, it's like you don't have a say. You're treated pretty much not 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 treated pretty much. We expect to do the exact same things that somebody who is a lady's maid in waiting or mm. a cook or whatever in the house of like of a lord in Yorkshire mm. is and you're just doing the exact same thing in the Caribbean or the southern states of America or Latin America or whatever but and you're you, being and you whipped are, yeah for, you're being ripped and you are a think imagine you are a thinking person yeah. you think and you feel but, and and you hurt and you have joy deprive them of everything and then you're stripped life. of humanity to mm. me I'm oh my god it's something that I can't even fathom it's just crazy absolutely bizarre and there was a part when I realised how the fact that you know generational curses not just on white people but how we we have somehow learned to be in these white places from time do you know what I mean it's like remember when in the beginning uh, July messed up Caroline's dress and she was almost putting on a show so she walks in and she like goes on the floor and says, Miss, you know, like I mess up your dress, hit me, beat me. Oh, yes. Take off your slipper, hit me. Yes, beat me. I messed up the dress. And then Sasha was like, I know this woman was going to beat me because like she don't even beat people. First of all, mm. she'll hit you with her slipper. She don't have a cane because mm. last time she tried to, <laughs> she tried to you know, hit, hit me, the damn thing hit her eye. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like <laughs> She don't know what she's doing. Yeah. So it's this, it's this theatrical thing that, good heavens, it's like, I just imagine being in like a toxic corporate environment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you just have to play your white self all the time. Oh, I'm so sorry. I did, I'm I did, so I didn't sorry. Mean, I didn't mean to do that. Further oh. to your email below, we would like to, even it's that, just, even, oh even my that, God. Even, the, even that, when you're just, even when you're just prostrated in front of them, yeah. you see what I mean? Like to their face, yeah. sometimes you have to see them be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I did I'm that. so did sorry. did not mean to do that. Or you wait until there's a social event and then you, yeah. you go to them and tell them X, Y, Z. Yeah. And it just becomes this, again, it's a, this performance. This performance, thing. yeah. And um, it was just, yeah. And, and I, these I slaves it, had, like they had to perform they had to, to them. They had to perform. And then imagine performing so much for your day. You go into your hut. You don't even know yourself <laughs> because you don't even are not given the space to be yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So like you don't know yourself. You're already been stripped. Your humanity has already been stripped away. Mate, what's you left? have no thing, but then you're still like. You're still feeling. You're still hurting. feeling and hurting and, and, all these, yeah. and going through all of that. So there was like a huge um, aspect to the book about about love mm. and marguerite marguerite july um <laughs> she basically she basically ended up in a relationship with the later on in the book she becomes um gets into a relationship with the with one of the new overseers who is a british baptist man yeah. and they quote unquote fall in love and they go about the they go about their day. Obviously, they have to do it in secret because it is quite. It's like while. Did he really love her? He didn't love her. I think the way it was written, I I think he did. He loved her. Like he loved her. Like. But it's like loving your favorite horse. True. True. Because it's the thing like is, having a pet. So, so this guy, he came under. He came under the pretense of being. Um, pretense. The the pretext of being a. 
um, he was a missionary, like he's from a Christian family. Yeah. His, pet, his dad is a bishop, a vicar, priest, religious man. And he comes and he says, you know, I'm like, I'm coming to the, coming to kind of, you know, speak to the Negro, like treat them as an equal, like give them, liberate them, free them, give them their- Civilizing mission. Like give them their, like, you know, they should, they should never have been under the, 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 the rubbish, uh, uh, boundary, the, the, what's it called? The, the binding, this the accent. binding issue, oh God. an abomination that was um, slavery. slavery. And, <laughs> you know, and like, uh, you really? know, under under our Christ and God and the and the power of the Bible that is invested in all this stuff here. Yeah, that is all he was coming with. Right? Glory be to God. All of that stuff here. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like to myself, this guy is moving mad. And he was just like, you know, like he wanted to. It was he really came on this civilizing mission, which is what they always. But he generally tried. I feel like in the beginning he had he came with that whole. It's that whole thing. Oh, you're gonna go with that idealism and that like that missionary mm-hmm. stuff. You'll but, see. You you will see after. Uh, that's kind of what happened. Mm-hmm. Here. He went through. He obviously he, en- they, he ended up in he ended up in a relationship with um a, a covert relationship with July. Married the, Caroline. the married Caroline. <laughs> was too tired for Caroline. After he had already, Caroline couldn't handle that yeah, heat, man. Yeah, had a baby with but then, July. When, so when the slaves revolted, well, sorry, when um, they got their freedom, and the slaves revolted, yeah, and he and was, stood up. and then they were like, actually, we don't want to work. No, did exactly. he not become disillusioned? Yeah, yeah, he came disillusioned. So did he really see them as exactly. equals? And I was thinking, I was thinking the way that he's changed so quickly because I think it was they want he just wanted them. He said, you know what, over Christmas, he's like the. The, obviously, you're all being paid, etc. We just need the we need the shit, we need the cane crops to go come down. It needs to come down. Um, it'll be six days work. You obviously you'll get paid for the task, etc., etc., etc. So then you have like, obviously you got one. Think about it, just like one auntie chucked up. No, oh, I'm master. good. <laughs> like, me, me good. Like master, I got. I have to go to market. <laughs> like, I've got gout. Like it's Christmas. My, <laughs> yeah. my 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 daughter's coming from the south of Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Like we can't really be out here. Working. Doing that. Then they're like, did they, oh, so more of them would say no, 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 no. And then he, and then I think they had to have one representative, like Negro. <laughs> the one representative Labor Negro. Force. He was basically like, um, <laughs> we want to work four days. <laughs> he was laying down the law. He was, like, he was like four days. Like, he's like, well, it could only be done in six. The guy was like, it, can be, it has to be done in six. And then he's like, oh, but it's been four days. Yeah. And I'm just like, so they're arguing back and forth about four days and six days. And then he did, then it just, and for me, it was the dramatic switch of being like, you ungrateful Negroes, you live on our land. Yeah, see, he didn't see you, them as exactly, equals, yeah. Exactly, but he, then he'll still go back to July and be like, I love you, July. Can you imagine? Because this is it. This is we the white baby, man come to do. And I was just like, wow. So you <laughs> he was spun. So I was actually spun because I was like, you know what? Like, I was like, all right, I'm going to give him the benefit. Like, well, let me give him the benefit of the doubt. Like, this is like, like, this is, <laughs> Let me give the benefit of the doubt. I'm thinking like you come, you're Christian, like you weren't you weren't really there at the tours of 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 a bondage. Your dad sent you a letter saying that he was so proud of you for being there. All this stuff, like you had you had everything. I was like, okay, Minging. Cool. I was like, okay, cool. And then you turn around and call yeah. these, like you filthy niggas, like, 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 <laughs> lazy niggas, like, lazy niggas, because he went crazy because he tried to get them to under his be under his control, thing. and because obviously he couldn't beat them anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and they couldn't be beaten into doing it because there was one scene where one of the slaves was about to get beaten and, <laughs> they, they, like, and, and um, they, they grabbed the whip yeah, and dashed it into the river yeah. the most food that they were seeing <laughs> but like it was just one of those things and then he went kind of crazy and he started to like go into the field and um, chop the stuff off so I think he had like a fever of some kind and then he turned to July and just like He's gave like, her like we the, he gave, no, gave like a real gave a really contemptuous look yeah. And that's when Caroline took him and said, you know, we don't, like, he, like, don't, like, when anybody visited him, don't mention anything about Negroes, don't mention anything about this. And then they the went to a Britain and they took July's baby. Yeah, the baby. Poor little had. Emily, who ba- probably became Belle. Yeah, yeah that's it. That's <laughs> no, it. He didn't. But that's probably, like, that's probably how Belle came in the like, story of Belle. Like, I was like, this is actually how. They took a little mixed race thing to Britain. That child Britain. will never know. To Imagine. Chester. Chester <laughs> it wasn't even London <laughs> in them times it was whatever yeah but you know like it was just it became poor little Emily yeah it was it, 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 so reading that and just saying like you know what so she loved him she loved the, the I man I can't believe they loved each other she loved him yeah she because she was basically because she had this thing about being a mulatto she was basically like I'm a mulatto and it's like oh well even Caroline at one point said well who cares about all of that at the end of the day you're black <laughs> you're black you're black you're black Caroline was just like listen Caroline's like what is all this you still a maid what is all this black? What is I this? see you in your maid outfit what is, what is it she's like you know all <laughs> She's like, she's like literally saying like, you know, mulatto, quadroon, octoroon, whatever. You want to mix, 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 mix. At the yeah. end of the day, you're still a Negro and you're still, still a and you're still a sl- and you're still were an enslaved person at the end of the day. So that is, and it was, it was one of those things that kind of make like, and it's reminiscent of conversations that we have today. Yeah. Everyone's having these conversations. Oh, um, you know, with, colorism, with, with the colorism, light and, skin, and, and dark light skin. skin, dark skin. Everyone's having, and it's still there. You know, it's after the, the conversation, the conversation we're having with mixed race people about uh, their identity, identity and, and where they, um, yeah. you know, will they, won't they, where they stand, all this different stuff. And it's it, insane. Like, after all of these for years, this is still exactly. something that is so prominent in our culture and, and like, general discussion. Yeah, it really made me tired. <laughs> I, I was very much like, do you know what? Like, I really wish, like. I, I, I started in my head. I started to reimagine um, slavery. Like, okay. It, like I'm, I'm just okay. Here, follow me now. With okay, this. I'm following. Now, imagine that it wasn't steeped in the uh, in the capitalist venture or nature that it was. So deeply entrenched in. So deeply entrenched in, and the racism, mm-hmm. and the white supremacy. But so, what do you so, have? So, Workers <laughs> who don't get paid. I don't so, know. So basically, okay. So the white, so white people went to these islands and they created their manners and they have their plantations and they do all these things. Now, if the African people had been indentured, it's just as bad, but they still got paid mm-hmm. and they still had their worth and they still had their merchant value and they still had their own rights. I just always wonder, like, I wonder where we would be. So I I don't even think that they would go there because if you inherently see the value of people, Mm. would you have the gall and the temerity and the audacity to go onto their land and just build your mansion? But then again, it's like, they were like, a lot of people, a lot of... Because there's a thing. There were a lot of stories where a lot of West African people were um, sold Mm-hmm. by their tribes or they were caught yeah, or they yeah, were yeah, like yeah. they were like um they were caught and then yeah, sold on yeah and then, to, and then sold on yeah. but what if the what if that was different i'm not i'm not trying to condone it but what if it was voluntary my, yeah, not really voluntary but like okay we're, you're going over to the caribbean or whatever and you're gonna work and you're gonna you know you'll be an indentured so you'll be you'll 
get paid your rent, you mm-hmm. can build up, your, you, you'll be your own person, but we're putting you here so to do that. So you'll be an immigrant who is working. Yeah, because, you, because, because you're... It'll be like Britain because now. You, because, you were, <laughs> because you were displaced from whatever tribe you were in in, the, in Africa. Do you see what I mean? And you went to another tropical island. And but not if, that. like... For, but I, I don't know, yeah. It would be like a modern now, no? Like, in terms modern of... Now. Excuse me, if, like, you... Like, you voluntarily being like, oh, I'm going to go to this country because mm. I know a few wasps be there and they need labour. In a, in a part of me... It was just. It feels like yeah. It feels like several steps forward. However, steps, steps I ahead, think there's still like what I'm saying is that there is still um, there is no equality there. You are still exactly. a worker for in, exactly. a, in a, not even a worker on the same level. Mm. You are still a worker working for somebody as we are now, but we're not on the same level. It's not even like a a massive economy where exactly. there are companies. It's you are working for like an individual in their home for their business in their home. I don't know if it's like a multi big, I don't know. I just feel yeah. like it'd be maybe a modern now, yeah. but then the, the class system will still be there inherently just by the mere fact of work and yeah, labor. The class know? system would be yeah. there. Because the thing is, there was a point where they talked about the indentured servants that came over to yeah, Jamaica yeah. after, when obviously uh, they yeah. couldn't, when they couldn't afford to man the land anymore because there were no slaves in order to do the work. Mm-hmm. Um, and wow, they, they really got this. They really yeah, got this free labor from us. Really, oh my they god! Really, they really did. And you know, they were like, <laughs> but there, was, there was that bit. He was like, "Oh, I've got an idea, Caroline," and she was like, "What?" <laughs> and he was like, "Caroline, Caroline was such a Caroline waste, was man. such an idiot, fam. She oh pissed me off. It's just her jarringness." I just always pictured her in a frink frilly costume. I, just, I couldn't picture her in anything else because she was just a waste man. I remember she, she was always on her daybed. Always on. <laughs> just sleeping. And this man always on, in his hammock, just listening to the mockingbirds. Is this what you came to Jamaica to do? You didn't come to fix the plantation? Anyway, or set the people free. So they, he was like, Caroline, I have an idea. Um, we Have you heard about this whole indentured servitude thing? She's like, no, what's that? She's like, you know, he's like, the Indians or he said Indians specifically, they will come over and they will work and we just pay them a wage and they can work the land. And she was like, oh, that could be a good idea. And he was like, yeah, because, you know, they've never been enslaved, so they don't have um, they don't have the the mindset of, they don't have any hang-ups about the white man. Oh, God, Essentially, God. that's what yeah. I want to paraphrase yeah. a little bit that bit. She said, yeah. they don't have yeah. any, they don't see the white man in the same way. As, so, yeah. so they will come and do it. But as long as they're getting paid, as they will, paid. they will, they will do it. And she's like, oh, that could be good. <laughs> and you know, like, you know, when you, these people are having these conversations, it's in their room. Yeah, just like in their house. Like, oh, that's like how they be having these board meetings. But people have these conversations, like, at home, at oh, club. should we buy, should we buy this house on this, on in this area because the area price is going to go up in, yeah. in five years' time. Oh, that could be good. That could be oh, yeah, the area is filled with these kind of people. These are the conversations that people are having about yeah. commodities and it just makes me and it just made me feel like it just like you know the, everything was just never in the control of the people in the island but yeah <laughs> it was actually quite it was a it was a it was a selling it was a quite a telling book um to be honest i don't Same it, narratives it, just always make me a bit and the thing is, and i feel like they're so necessary they because are, they're they like are. A, they're like a blueprint for how and why obviously it's a historical novel not a textbook but I do so think there are that so, there are some fabricated bits. We always bits, read but... these messages, but really, actually, we shouldn't be. I think we should, but I f- personally feel like it's the white people that should be reading these books, not us. 
I do we, think I know. No, 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 like, we no, need no. to read it, but it that shouldn't, implies it shouldn't that. be our own, okay, yeah. our only thing we read because yeah. that's horrible. Just looking like this is your history. That's fair. It's not it. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not the only thing. That's fair. And I just want Loki white people to read these books, like so they can, like this. This is what your people did. You know, and stop trying to forget about it. Oh, we're still talking about racism. I just don't know why we, because it happened and it affected mm. families and legacies. And you need to understand that you didn't do it, but you kind of did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is what I mean. Like, and it's just about the understanding, it's just about building the empathy as to why um, things are the way they are, mm. why a lot of black people have these perspectives. In, in society and in cultures and why we like why a lot of us cling yeah. to it so much because so much was lost and taken from so us so much was lost because, and when something is history taken from you history was disrupted history was disrupted history was interrupted yeah. and like but when we look back and I think it's I hate I love Jamaica I love being from there and then to think and think back and read books like this and think well the only reason I'm in Jamaica is because of X the mm. Jamaica went through X, Y, Z, like literally mm. great, great, great grandparents probably encountered all of what was all happening this, in this book. Yeah. And it just kind of makes you really, it kind of does make me sad because it just makes you think like, well, you know. Where would I be? Like, hadn't, where, 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 hadn't, hadn't they done, yeah, gone through this pain? Like obviously things change and things happen in history and things happen in your personal lives and all this stuff that means mm. that you have to move X, Y, and Z. Like, you know, you X yeah. place or that place, you know, Ellis Island in New York, they had a, whole lot of people come through mm. um, a lot of immigrants come through to the country but and I just want to really want to know what would happen if people were just left alone <laughs> like, um, do you and see this what I mean like, we just I left always, alone. that's the one thing that is so horrific about slavery is there's always that what if yeah we talk a huge load about the way the human human like species is because these white people didn't even know how to bathe <laughs> And now they're out here making planes and going out onto the moon. But it's like, it's and not, and I'm just angry that our like, history it, was so interesting. You know, like, because it's like, well, it's like, yeah, like everybody, we love the explorers. We love, like, explore, explore, do what you have to do, go and look for things, bring yeah, back information. Look for things, but but when but when you start to use that information for your own gain, and that's kind of passed at down, the detriment, of at the detriment of others, and that's passed down through societal culture mm. do you know what I mean like it just becomes a thing like I was talking to somebody the other day about quote unquote business mm. and stuff and they were just like oh, um, sometimes like we're talking about throwing people under the bus mm. when you're like and I was thinking about like just capitalism in general and about how some people are always you think that you have to like it has to be it's a part and parcel of it you've got to throw somebody under the bus to get to where you got to go or do no. what you want to do and I'm just like while part of that is like human human nature again is it human nature or is it I like I don't even think it's human or is it just, nature or just an ingrained thing that we've all had to experience like you think you have to take someone down absolutely not you've got to take somebody down to, to get, get to where it. you have to be no, oh, it's lonely at the top it don't but, need but, to be this is also what we're taught with regards yeah. to colonialism and imperialism and stuff you've fight got your to, way through Columbus went to the I went to West Indies, went to the West Indies because he's so incompetent he couldn't get to India <laughs> so he went to West Indies and he took them all down in order to elevate his status and that paved the way for all of this. You see what I mean? And it just becomes like, yeah, it just makes you, it just makes me wonder. (laughs) It's crazy. I do, one of the things that I always think is that obviously we practice such different cultures Mm. and the way like, for example, technology is set up right now and um, advancement and invention, 
I just always think that we lost so much knowledge mm. of our, I want to say mystical arts, but it's just like the fact that we lived very, very differently. Mm. And obviously white man saw that as natives and backwards, but we still had societal structures within they our villages. To justify it. Yeah, yeah. we still had justify their actions. Um, politics. You know what I mean? We still had rulers. We still had um, different classes. We still had things that made societies. And had we been, had we been able to evolve seamlessly mm. with no meddling from other people um, and their destructiveness, the what if of what, could, what we could have achieved, we just won't know. Because everything, well, not everything, but a lot of it is very influenced. And had we been able to go through, like, when I look at, like, America's, the Americas and um, Great Britain and how they had different periods of history, mm, mm. whether it's the medieval, whether it's the Renaissance, whether it's the Enlightenment, whether it's Victorian, modernism, all of these different epochs and all of these different windows in society and how it evolved, can we say we had that? No. We can say we had pre-colonial and post-colonial. Mm. And now we're tr almost trying to find that evolving. We're trying to find that, um, how do I even say advancement? Yeah. But at our own. Detriment. But yeah. Mm. And, but it's hard because when you don't have that history, you have to go only up to a certain point. And that is the most and saddening why, thing. And this is why we're so focused on the future. Because exactly, yeah. there's only so much that we can look back on yeah. and, and, and check because it's like each generation that we yeah, have. How mad America is. They weren't even made until God knows when. They was, they're <laughs> no, so young. Each black person is like each generation. Well, it's each black person in the West. Mm. Each generation has to... It's like each generation is essentially better off than the one before. It makes any sense. Or, so much. or they're trying to unlearn some things from the one before. <laughs> yeah. And it's just constantly... Un mm. It's a constant state of unlearning. Constantly. Constantly. Anyway, so that's the long song, guys. That, that mood is just, that just went deep down. <laughs> like, and now I'm uh, like, oh man. That is the long song, guys. Make sure you pick up the book and have a read, you know, in honor of Andrea Levy. Yeah, rest um, in peace. And thank you for. The play, The Small Island is coming to theatres, mm. to the National Theatre. Is it in May? Very soon, yeah. yeah. So when that comes out, um, sure when, like, make sure you go and watch it and stuff. We'll definitely be speaking about it. Mm hmm. Culture questions. Oh, yeah. Do you have any? All right, we've got one from Sarah who said, I have, thank you, Sarah, for, you know, writing in. I've been a fan of your podcast for a while now. Making, makes my morning commute so much more entertaining. I've recently bought the idea of starting a little book club in my uni, University of Leicester, as part of the East African Society. Yes, Sarah. I'm saying yes I to should, Leicester. But. I should have done that. We had one, but it was so tiny. Um, I think it was like five people, or maybe two um, did, I even, did I even read in uni? It was basically just textbook. <laughs> Unfortunately, oh, sorry. Um, and what I wanted to do was talk about black books in trying to fit with my goal of reading more black or pop authors. If you have tips, that would be great. I'll definitely um, be recommending your podcast during my tea and book meets. Oh, any great books which you think every black woman or man should read. Stay amazing. Kiss. What's your... So any black book? Yeah. Depends on what you want to gain from, mm -hmm. yeah, what you want to gain from it. So, for example, if you want to talk about the 
West Indian experience in the UK mm-hmm. or in the US. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I would say, I would always say the Lonely Londoners. Yeah. I would say start with, I would, that's just a, it, it, you know, the Windrush generation. Yeah. I think that's a, a great place to start. It's not too long. It's written beautifully. Yeah. It has a great, great story. Um, so that's the Lonely Londoners. I would probably say... I don't even know if I want to mention him anymore, but Oscar. I can't even. Actually, I can't. No, you can't. That book's trash. <laughs> it is trash. It's so trash. But it's trash a, man. But, but I feel like it's a great no perspective on like Latin American, the Latin American, like the Caribbean Latin American experience. Okay. What? I think it is though. Okay, cool. I'm not saying anything. How to Love a Jamaican by Alexia Arthurs. Oh, How to Love a Jamaican. Yeah, How to Love a Jamaican. I thought you were talking about, oh, anyways. I was talking about, about (laughs) but then this kind of came up. But yeah, but I think like the, um, also I would say Aiti by um, Roxane Gay. Is, yeah. um, oh, did you read it? Aiti? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read it a while back. Yeah. Uh, That's really good because for me, I'm all all about the the Caribbean experience in these countries because, I want to. I'm. I'm very curious as to what it's like in the US as well, because obviously they have that African American, Caribbean, African mm-hmm. like divide. Yeah. And then we go in with the subsectors of Latin American and etc. Um, but yeah, I would say those. And obviously, any James Baldwin book that you can get your hands on. Yeah, that's a good one. If Bill Street could talk, um, Giovanni's room. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Nice. Okay, so I would do obviously as you're an East African, all things Wathiongo. So all things Wathiongo. Yeah, like petals of blood, a grain of wheat, or you know the great wizard of the crow. Um, okay. <laughs> um, so all things Wathiongo. I would also obviously recommend my favorite black woman book, which is Their Eyes Were Watching God by uh, Zora Hill. Zora Hill, you know Zora Neal Hurston. Um, I always talk about how amazing this book is. I talked about it today actually with like someone and ah, I just got like, my my stomach just turned and I was tingling all over again as if I had just read it. I absolutely love The Eyes of Watching God. I mean, yeah. <sighs> it's, it's all right, I guess. Okay. I mean, I'm not even going to get into that conversation with you. Personally, I just don't care. This book is very personal to me. So if anyone comes for it, I just really, I just don't rate. Yeah. And I have, I have, I'm I very like, uppity. Like I'm very uppity with books. So if you don't like this book, basically you don't have no class and you don't have no taste. Oh, and that's okay because not everyone can. It's a good, <laughs> it's a good book. It's um, a really good book. Beautifully written. Great story. Poetic. Oh. Remnant of, it's like, it's like, it's like post the long song, essentially, if you think about it. It's really, it reminds me of like, it's like anything written in the enlightenment period. Like, I don't know, like anything enlightenment, but in a black woman. That's how I feel when I read that book. Um, So yeah, that's what I would recommend. And some Afrofuturism actually, just to kind of get out of the struggle, struggle narratives or hardships, read something fantasy. Um, So yeah, that's what I would say. Um... Do we have another question? Yeah. That was from the email. That was from the email. Make sure you send us an email if you want us to to read stuff out. Yeah, that's... Um, what's <laughs> the email us, address again? Mostly at gmail.com. <laughs> .com. 
Mostly late at gmail.com. Make sure you email us and just put in the um, subject, just yeah. question, culture question. Culture question. So we know. Yeah, we also have another um, um, question from Poppet who says, listen to your podcast talking about the 1% and Harry Potter, which is the episode that we did last week. Ooh. Do you think J.K. Rowling could go back and rewrite the series as more deliberately diverse? Hopefully doing proper research and ensuring accuracy as well. Oh. So, mm. can you imagine? Or maybe just... A black wizarding ACS. Ow! It would, it would bang. What do you mean? That we're out here doing... <laughs> Maybe you need to write that. Oh, man. The Black Wizarding ACS. My fan fiction days are over. Yo, might, you need I'm, to write that. I might return. <laughs> <laughs> he says as he puts his hoodie on. Um, that yeah. would be dope. Um, I do think, I personally don't think that she needs to do this. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe she... Wrote, she, she wrote her reality even yeah, though it was fiction. She's done what she needs to do. I do think that she needs to maybe mentor and provide a platform for somebody else who can do this narrative justice, mm-hmm. i.e. a black person writing fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very hard to write from um, a learned experience. It's better to write from a lived experience in my eyes. It's okay to learn, but there is always gonna be a limit. Mm-hmm. And so for her to be completely immersed, one, she needed to have lived in a place where the culture around her is very diverse and I'm not sure if she has I don't really know how her life has been for her to have like a modicum of insight into diverse lives Um, so yeah that's what I say I say she just needs to she needs to not do that but allow other people mentor probably support other fantasy writers to do so do you know what like at the end of the day because like I think that if it was to become um, a TV series for example Mm. Then that would be, yeah, that would be, be that would be the opportunity to yeah, it would be dope. Would Imagine be so season season dope, one man. is Philosopher's Stone, season Ooh! two. Oh my god, that's a whole seven seasons of just eight pure even. Greatness. No, it wouldn't be eight. There's yeah. seven books. Yeah, but do you know how long some of them are? Yeah, but then that could be the season. It'd be a season then. Really? Yeah, because I think that if like if if season one is what ten episodes, yeah, and they're at an hour each. You can, They're like really meticulous. Each chapter, yeah, you know what I mean? They can probably put two chapters in one episode. That could be sick. That could work. Yeah, but anyway. then, yeah, I guess, yeah. Yeah. But as I say, if they were to do, if they were to reimagine it as a series, for example, that would, yeah. that would be the opportunity in which you could probably be more diverse. Yeah. Because then, they could, like, you know when they did the play and it was, and there was this palava around... Hermione. The, um, around the Black Hermione, I forgot what her name was. Um, yeah. So, you know what I mean? But, like, it would be... It, that would be the that would be the that would be the time to do it. Yeah. So and I think mm. that's the that's the way it would work. That would be cool. Yeah. So, I like that. Yeah, because I think that you know, as we said last week with her picking two, um, her name was Duma Noma Dumezweni. Black Noma Dumezweni. Yeah. I'm probably saying it pronouncing it very wrong. Just butchering her. I'm name. so sorry, but um, yeah, it was that whole. There's a whole like chain yeah. of things that were going on in there, but you know. We'll see. Yeah. She can't re- she, I don't think you can change, you can't go in and change the names no. of like Cho Chang and stuff. Because and, like she needs to give them depth and character. She can't yeah. just be like, and here is an Asia person, <laughs> yeah. another Padma. Exactly. Padma part two. But but she can say, this is Lavender Brown and Lavender Brown's a mixed face girl. Mm. Or this is... Um, to a, a, that's a really mixed, mixed know, girl's name. Do you know what I'm saying? Lavender Brown. Or you know what I'm saying? Or um, I don't know, um, Helen Bones. 
or what, Susan Bones or whatever. I don't know. It could be that could that could literally be yeah a Chinese person. It doesn't have to be. It didn't mean anyway. Yeah. I'm just saying. But yeah, I think that's the only way it could work. That's the only way it could work. I don't think that she could rewrite that. Okay. So those are the cult questions that we got this week, guys. Uh, make sure you send us your questions, whether it's on the different mediums, mostly lit on um, Twitter, mostly lit pod on Instagram. Email us at mostlylit at gmail dot com. Mostly flicks this week. Um, what are we watching? What are you watching? Umbrella Academy. Literally binged right through it. Yeah. Loved it. Okay. Vanya is an op. She's not an op, man. Vanya is an op. Okay, so basically, Umbrella Academy is about seven children who were adopted by this billionaire. They were, like, born, they were born under miraculous a, situations. They're, yeah, they're born under miraculous situations. And I think that's pretty much the only way you can explain it without spoiling stuff. Yeah, and they have but, powers. Well, they have powers and abilities and stuff. And they go around saving the world. Yeah, and, yeah, saving the world. But yeah, um, so you, not, you think that Vanya's an op? So I basically thought... one of them out of these seven is actually ordinary and doesn't have powers, apparently. But obviously not to spoil it, she's an op. <laughs> I knew from time, I knew from the moment yeah. that she stepped in and she's come to do, oh, I'm ordinary. Oh, so I'm so different. So Ellen, Ellen oh, Page. I had so much daddy issues. Ellen Page plays um, Vanya. And she's number seven. She's number seven, and I think that I, I feel like it's really well well written, and I think it was really well shot. Yeah, um, I love Robert Sheehan's character. As, oh, is that um, the um, as um, like, uh, the the one that can speak to dead people? Yeah, yeah. Um, Klaus, and uh, yeah, I just think it, I think it was really good. Um, you know, it, I think with with Netflix pulling a lot of these comic book. Um, films mm. and shows obviously because whatever's happening with Disney creating their own platform mm-hmm. and stuff I think that looking at this and the adaptations of the comic book genre and the graphic novel genre putting it into TV series it makes the imagery that much that much greater because obviously because yeah. it's primarily images that they're using and it just makes it's pretty much a storyboard already given to them mm-hmm. that, they, that they have to just use adapt, and, yeah. and they just adapt to it it's a really great show, guys. I would recommend it. Yeah. It's funny. It's, it is funny. It, like, you know, tells, it really brings to thought, like, to the light um, certain moral uh, topics. Um, yeah, one of them has the power to kind of tell you to do and think whatever it is that they want you to. And I think, and I remember the first time when I first watched it, I was t- talking to you. I was like, why don't you just tell them to just do this? And it's like, actually, there's a lot yeah. that happens there. Like, yeah. she's kind of like, Going through some like shit. Number three. Number three. Yeah. And she has the power to like basically power persuasion to mm-hmm. just persuade somebody to do and feel and do anything. Yeah. Um, and the repercussions that come from that are immense. So she actually doesn't do it as much. And so I was like, yeah. what bitch? Just tell him to, yeah. you know, like just it can, like you can do this. Yeah. But actually, you know, you can't. So yeah, there are loads of different types of moralistic ethical issues that prop up. It's also funny. Mm-hmm. Klaus is hilarious. Klaus is hilarious. Um, Robert Sheehan does play characters really well. Yeah. And um, cool, yeah, that's it. Um, I'm watching This Is Us, I caught back up. Yeah, yeah, I'm week. still behind. I caught up this week, and I just have to say, Were you crying? Huh? Did you was, cry? I, I, like, on the last episode, I was a bit like, I had a bit of a tear that just rolled up in the corner of my left eye. Like, a little oh, bit. Oh, really? You had a get out tear? Is that the one that just streams down? No, is it because it didn't get out of my eye? Oh. <laughs> so it stopped in the It corner. was just dangling. It stopped right there. It was just it was at like, the edge of the like, cliff. I was like, oh. oh. Um, 
But Felicia Rashad was in this episode as Beth's mother. Um, Beth goes back. I love Beth. And it's about kind of like thinking, this episode was really, the latest episode was really, well, I don't know if it's the latest one, but I'm just catching up. The episode that I'm watching, I mm. watched, was really about um, your dreams when you're younger and wow. how much, you know, people like take take up the space from mm. you and take the air out of you. Mm. Like, you know, a lot of kids like myself in particular were very creative growing mm. up. And then this whole kind of, oh, you need to find your path. You need to get onto something that is a bit more secure. You need yeah. to sit on, you know, you need to get a good job. You need yeah. to do all this stuff. Yeah. And because it gets drained out of you, a lot of people don't necessarily revisit that kind their of dreams. their dream or that life that they mm. used to have. And it just, and um, it was very, very, yeah, it was a very, very powerful episode yeah. because it just, it made me think about all the stuff that I want to do next yeah. and the kind of things that I want to continue doing and the things I want to revisit and, and re-invite yeah. into myself. Oh, that's amazing. Like, wow. But the thing is, and it was really powerful because it was just like, yeah, like when we, when you find out a bit more about the backstory of Beth, who's um, Randall Pearson's wife, wife yeah. in the show, um, it just kind of like everything kind of just then makes She's sense. She's an amazing character. Amazing character. I literally was like, if I'm going to be a wife, that is the type of wife that I would want to be. <laughs> I was watching like when I watched the way that every all the characters have developed mm. and just the way that they all kind of stand out in their own particular way, way yeah. and the flashbacks to the past and all that stuff. It's just amazing. It's an amazing series. I would say to anybody go watch, watch it. it. The yeah. dream thing is hilarious because I recently bought a picturing book, a sorry, a coloring book. A coloring book. Because I remember the joy in which I used to feel. <laughs> colouring in. Yeah. I was literally like meticulous. I had different types of gel pens. Yeah. I had different types of colouring pens and yeah. I used to love it so much. And then I just stopped. I don't even know what happened, but I just lost it. You just lost it. And I was like going to buy it. So yeah, I yeah. really want to get back into colouring in. And I know it sounds really lame, but I'm so excited to. Uh, so yeah, yeah. like re- revisiting I mean, dreams is a good thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm getting my keyboard back, so I'm getting back into piano. And yes. then like, I'm speaking more languages again. Yeah. I just, like, it's just about trying to revisit and find those, find those, those things that really kind of like helped you. Ignite like, your, you know. Your, your soul. Your soul. <laughs> and help you grow into the person that you were when you were yeah. younger. Obviously with a bit more of a clearer head than when you were just living. And a bit of money. <laughs> yeah. And a bit of money. Yeah. But yeah, that's, um, that's what we're watching. Fabulous. All right. Um, so thanks, guys, for following us this episode, yeah. following us through. Um, make sure that you subscribe, rate, review on all the things, all the places. Everywhere. Every, everywhere, you, know everywhere, where you, they are. everywhere you listen to podcasts, uh, Spotify, iTunes, etc., SoundCloud. Um, find us on Mostly Lit. Twitter, mostly lit pod on Instagram. Email us. Email us, mostly lit at gmail.com. We're everywhere. We're We're everywhere, everywhere, literally. We're everywhere. Thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Tell your friends, tell your grandparents. As I said, tell everybody that's living, who has ears, if you need to. The toxic ones and the non toxic ones. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and if if there's any topics that you want us to to cover or you want us to to talk about, make sure you message us and say, hey guys, have you thought about doing X, Y, and Z? Mm -hmm. Because we're always happy to hear what you guys think and what you guys want us to talk about. Um, But yeah, is there anything you want to add, Ray? Nah. I'm so like nice and relaxed and chill. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you know, anything you want to add? I'm, I'm good. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we'll catch you next week. Bye.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.